It feeds billions around the world. So what happens when the largest exporter of rice suddenly cuts supply? India's banned the sale of non-Basmati white rice overseas. It's India's attempt to control domestic prices after crops were damaged by heavy rains. But it could have far-reaching effects. The type of rice the country has ceased exporting, indica, makes up about 70% of the global trade. Shortages have led to purchase limits at some grocery stores in Canada. There are fears it could send prices soaring and impact developing nations who need it the most. Australia's own inquiry into food security starts in Canberra tomorrow. Joining us is Dr Joseph Glauber, Senior Research Fellow at the International Food Policy Research Institute. Joseph, good evening. Is this likely to be a short-term solution to a domestic issue? I certainly hope so in one sense. I mean, I, I hope so in the sense that, that uh, ideally this rice ban will, be, will go away very quickly. Um, uh, that would be the ideal thing. These things always have these pernicious effects of causing other countries to follow suit. But um, yes, I think this is in response to higher domestic prices. And unfortunately, unlike in 2007, eight, when India was only 5% of the market, they're now 40% of the, the rice export market. So they're quite large, uh, quite influential. Um, and this could have serious effects. As you say, that's a huge gap to fill if they're taking up that much of the market. Thailand is the second biggest producer. Are there other countries that could also pick up the shortfall? Well, Vietnam's, uh, Vietnam and Pakistan, are uh, those are sort of the four top uh, rice exporters. Um, unfortunately, all of them have had experience in the past of also putting on export bans. In 2007-8, I think uh, all four countries had export bans on at one point or another. And, you know, that was about 70% of the market. There are some minor players like um, U.S. and others who, who can, you know, supply rice. But rice, as you probably are well aware that there's a lot of different types of varieties of rice and some consumers prefer have strong preferences of some kinds over another. Those countries are probably looking at this as an upside for their producers. Is that a fair assessment? Oh yeah, typically producers gain during times when there's high prices and uh, the real question is whether or not the uh, you know, a lot, a lot depends on how they market their, their grain. Obviously, if the government is buying the grain, sometimes uh, in some countries they don't see the full uh, gains because of that. But I think, you know, generally, yes, uh, the market prices will be transmitted. Producers will gain. Producers will have incentives to plant more rice. And so all that tends to mean over the longer run, these price crises are fairly short lived. Doctor, when you look at the highest consuming countries, we're often talking about vulnerable nations who do rely very much on India's supply. What will this mean for them, not only in terms of available supply, but also nutrition? Well, yes, exactly. If you look at, at uh, particularly countries in South Asia, Southeast Asia, rice is a very large proportion of their total calories consumed daily. Um, that's something that, that facing higher prices uh, means that consumers have to spend more. And that, that obviously affects poor consumers a lot more, poor households much more intensely than, say, more wealthy house, households. You know, back in 2007-8, we saw rice prices triple 
over a very short period of time because of these export restrictions. And so, again, they, they could have very big knock-on consequences. So we hope that that obviously doesn't happen. But even, even in developed countries, you know, we had a run on rice prices here in the U.S. just within the last couple of weeks in one and a couple of urban areas where people were concerned about the news, saw that India, uh, India rice would be affected and went out and bought Indian rice. I mean, so <laughs> this is about consumers worldwide that you don't want to sort of foster these panics and, and hoarding and other sorts of things. I mean, I think the, hopefully we're going to see good weather um, and, and better yields and, than uh, anticipated and that uh, these, these policies like export restrictions, which really have again, hurt the, the poorest in the world. You know, that's the, the real problem is that wealthy households, wealth, wealthy consumers, we can afford it, but uh, poor countries can't. Dr. Joseph Glauber, thank you for your time tonight. Thanks very much.